4: We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin.
3: And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom!
5: If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough...
1: everywhere we mix it up by popular demand, the very popular listener driven Sunday edition of the fifth hour. Happy 10th day of December. It is week 14 of the NFL. We had that little appetizer, which wasn't much of an appetizer. The game wasn't actually that bad, the Patriots and the Steelers, but now we can all pipe down because we got full action all day long today into the night. And I, I, Danny, unlike most weeks, I've, I've been going to a lot of NFL games this year, you know, I'm, I'm hanging out, media freeloading and all that. But that poppycock ends today, at least for now, as I am in recovery mode. And I'm right now riding a vapor trail, Danny, as I'm trying to make it through this edition of the fifth hour with you and me. And I. Uh, yeah, we had so What you get for
5: to- drinking all that Kirkland brand alcohol last night at your party.
1: You do what you got to do, Danny. Yeah, you got to drown the sorrows away. But uh, but here we are. Here we are back at it again. with the, We got the mailbag. And s- since we we're supposed to get this earlier on the weekend, and w- whatever we don't get to earlier on the weekend, we just jump right into it. So I'm not going to do small talk and dilly-dally and all that stuff. We're just going to get right into it. And uh, that means pop. Goes the culture. We're going to do a few of these stories because there's some good ones. And our guy, Ohio Al, strike up the band. Bah, bah. <laughs> pop, 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 pop,
3: pop, 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 pop
1: well, I've never been to Venice. You ever been to Venice, like the real Venice, not Venice in L.A.? I've been to that Venice. I'm talking like the real, authentic Venice, where they have those gonda, gondola boats, you know, those things? Yeah. That, yeah.
5: I've, been- not, I've only been on a gondola in Las Vegas.
1: Yeah, I, I've not been on those in Vegas, but I have seen those in Vegas. So anyway, the real, the real McCoy in Venice, one of them capsized, filled with tourists. Now, why did it capsize, Danny? You want to take a guess? Uh, A shark bit the bottom of the boat. Completely reasonable. Completely reasonable. A lot of shark attacks in Venice. Uh, Or or the out-of-towners refused to sit down when instructed by the gondola captain and would not stop taking selfies. And they reached a tipping point where they fell into the water. Now, I've heard the water. I've never been there, but I've I've heard the water and I've seen stories. The water is not the cleanest water. Um, It's pretty filthy. Flint, Michigan comes to mind, you know, I'm just not not particularly particularly great there. and uh, yeah, so then the problem is if you you're taking all the selfies, I assume if you fall into the water, you then have to get a new phone, which is a thousand bucks to get a new phone by the time you get through everything, right, and all the charges and all that stuff. Okay? Uh, whatever whatever
5: works for you. Would you rather fall in that water or the Hudson?
1: Oh man. That's, I'd have to read more about the the, the water in, in Venice. The water in the Hudson is disgusting. It's just, uh, but not the ugliest water. The ugliest water I've ever seen is in Lake Superior in northern Minnesota because that water is, it's brown. But that's, but that's just because of the dirt, right? Well, it's not the dirt. It's some other term for it. I forget. But I Yeah, can't...
5: I remember you talking about this.
1: The sediment of the water, it's the way it's supposed to be. It's like a coffee color, but it looks like shit. And it's like shitty water. Like, you you know, you had diarrhea in the whole lake. It's like the biggest (laughs) great lake, and it looks like it's just diarrhea water in the lake. I die, diarrhea. Exactly. Exactly. And somebody, can you convince Eddie Garcia that Ben Bishop did have the runs in that Stanley Cup final? He does not believe me. Oh, boy. He definitely had diarrhea. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. How about shut up? Uh, we have other oddities in Pop Goes the Culture. Well, here's uh, here's a story that warms your heart. So a woman, I don't know if this came up on Covino and Rich this week. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. So this woman assaulted a fast food worker at Chipotle. All right? She, uh, she kind of roughed up this employee. And so she got her sentence. And this happened in Ohio. You want to take a guess what the punishment was for the person that roughed up the employee at the chipotle
5: the judge made her chop up chicken at chipotle for 12 months
1: (laughs) well you're you're actually not far off the woman who could not keep her hands to herself and assaulted the chipotle worker has been sentenced her her time is to work a fast food job for two months I mean, that's, that's like too much. He's 39, uh, 39 years old. Does she get to choose the fast food place? That's a good question. I'm reading the story here. And uh, is, is it in Parma, Ohio, which I'm probably mispronouncing, but at first she was going to go, she had to pay a fine and serve 180 days in jail with 90 days suspended. But then the judge had another idea. He said, you didn't get your burrito bowl the way you like it. And this is how you respond, the judge said. Uh, This is not Real Housewives of Parma. Uh, This behavior is not acceptable. (laughs) And so the judge said, he said, listen, you can cut off 60 days in jail if you agree to work at least 20 hours per week at a fast food restaurant for two months. The woman accepted. Uh, She took. She took- but
5: if I was the judge, I'd be like, but it has to be at the hot dog on a stick inside our mall. Yeah, she yeah, put on that uniform.
1: Man. Uh, she th- she told the, the Washington Post that she was stepping in to protect a 17 year old employee who was getting yelled at by this this woman. Uh, this uh, Emily Russell told the court uh, she was traumatized. The food was hot and burned her face. Uh, she said, so, <laughs> go fund me campaign in your face. I, I have a couple of questions, Danny. Do you, Does this woman get paid while she's working or is this unpaid employment? And would you eat at a fast food restaurant this woman was making your food at? Because I would think that she might not. She, she knows it's only a two month job
5: on a court order, though. Maybe she's
1: being careful. On her best behavior. I'd have a camera on her at all times, though, because she might slip something else in there. She might slip a Mickey in your in your tostada, and uh, you don't need that. Uh, what What else do we have on pop goes the culture? Let's see here. Oh, uh, Nick Cannon. This kind of relates to this past week going to to Disney on, on a random night. Uh, Nick Cannon took a bunch of uh, of shit online this week. He revealed he has so many kids that in, in order to go to Disney with his 12 kids, it cost him $200,000 a year just to take the kids to Disney. Oh, dad. oh dad goals. $200,000. Doesn't he get a deal because he's a celebrity? I thought Disney looks the other way for celebrities. I thought they give you the VIP treatment. You
5: know? uh, Disney doesn't do a lot of the VIP stuff. They don't do the media stuff anymore either. They used to let media members like us go into the park once or twice a year with our families. They stopped doing that like a decade ago.
1: Yeah. Well, and and when Disney started, like Walt Disney, wasn't the whole idea affordable family fun? Wasn't that the whole concept of Disney? That was his mantra, yeah. Yeah. And what happens? You know, it's like any, I, I remember in school, I had a professor, not that I paid very much attention in school, but he was explaining to me how like things start out perfect and then over time it slowly gets worse and worse and worse it's kind of like america started now i love america i'm very patriotic wrap myself in the flag but america started with um because there were too many laws and too much tax in europe right that's basically the the origin story of how america started so they just came and they said well let's just take you know native americans land and they did uh and and they uh, they formed formed america uh so that started where they didn't want a lot of taxation they didn't want a lot of rules and regulations so fast forward a couple hundred years how are things looking now danny how, how are things <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, those same forefathers they'd be looking for a new piece of land right now
1: <laughs> it's it just it's outstanding and it's just people you know slowly it's the boiling frog you don't even notice you start adding more and more stuff and before you know it it's like you know disney is like well we'll raise the prices a little bit uh, and then some of the yeah the original Disney people went away and then so then they went they hired new people and the new people want to make their you know they want to make the stock market happy so they have to raise prices and they have to you know cut the cost of of paying the employees and it's just a shit show.
5: Just recently you and I did that inflation calculator, remember? Oh yes right. Yeah that's a fun it, bit. Yeah the cost walking into Disneyland should be eleven dollars and fifty cents per person.
1: And it's 150 to $200 or something like oh, that? Oh, $225. 250
5: on certain days. It's ridiculous.
1: 250 to wait in line for an hour. On yeah. Every- now, it, 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 it depends on if
5: you have one day or the park hopper, two days. All that plays into it. But the bottom line is you are paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars when it should be $10.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Exactly. But,
1: hey, what are you going
5: to uh, complain? Well, compl- I mean, yeah, you're going to pay it because if you want to experience the park, then you got to part ways with that money.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Uh, New Jersey police. Uh, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because the name of the pig, they chased down a pig named Albert Einstein. <laughs> What's the, the name of the the pig that was rather random. Uh, are you familiar with the, uh, actor named Emily Hirsch? Are you familiar with that person? And, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she made, made some big, big productions there in Hollywood. Uh, she claims, this is actually kind of funny. She claims that Quentin Tarantino offered, uh, offered him. I say, I said her, him you didn't uh, say her, yeah. bad job by me. Uh, offered, he, he was in that movie where he wandered
5: around the country.
1: Yeah. You see that one? Uh, I did not. Uh, but but he, uh, he so uh, Quentin Tarantino offered this guy a Hollywood role on Facebook. The guy Hirsch thought he was being catfished. He thought it was a prank. So he didn't didn't respond.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Do you love Selena?
3: Like, really love
4: You can listen to the Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: All right, let's get to the mailbag. What do you say, Danny? Is it time for the mailbag? Yes. It's in the bag. Thank you, Ohio Al. These are actual letters sent in by actual listeners to the show. The first one says, uh, hey, Ben and Danny G, or Daddy G. Uh, this is uh, Vahid, I believe. I'm saying that right. He's a cab driver. He's, he's sent messages before. Not in a while, though. He's been away for a long time. A uh, Cab driver from, from New Orleans. He says, long-time listener. Uh, legend, uh, since the legend was alive. Jeannie in Medford, uh, he says. And even." misspelled Jeannie's name but the I knew what you meant you spelled Medford right so that's important uh, he says I am still an active listener boy that must be interesting to drive a cab around New Orleans with all the drunks that are there and the famous mm-hmm. people that come through New Orleans the mixing of the rich and the poor the you know, it's just it's got to be wild uh, this guy must have some amazing stories being a cab driver in New Orleans and also having to compete with the Uber and all that right that that world changed a ton. A ton. Uh anyway, it says question for you, my friends, favorite comedian. And he's got toss up question from Vahid the cab driver. He says, Jeff Dunham or Gabriel Iglesias, that fluffy guy. Yeah. So this is I don't know, this is kind of tough. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a huge Dunham fan. He's okay. I kind of I'm I'm leaning towards the fat guy. Danny, is that a bad take or, or the proper comedic tape? Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty good. I've I've seen some of his stuff. Um, most of the comedians I like are kind of like dead at this point, but there's yeah. there's some some good guys still around. But of those two, I would go uh, with Fluffy. And what about you, Danny? Uh, I would go with
5: Stephen Wright. <laughs> uh, I, I would go with uh, oh, Eddie. George, well, George Carlin,
1: uh, Richard yes, Herr, Carlin, uh, Rock, Kirk, uh, Bill Burr, uh, yeah. Dave Chappelle. Sure. Uh who, who's the uh who's that other guy the comedian he got canceled though. He was an actor, uh very funny stand-up comedian, did a lot of TV shows. Remember he was uh he was uh, massaging the uh the sausage. Uh, oh, Louis CK. Yeah, Louis, right. <laughs> of, all, of all the clues where you got that. Boom, right white right, right there. Mentioned the sausage. You're good to go. My right hand was getting a workout. Uh, that's outstanding that made me smile that's great all right uh craigster writes in distress seattle fan uh seahawks fan he says ben i've been listening to you since the time you filled in to uh, you filled in for jt the brick uh when he was doing the overnight show i suffer from crs can't remember shit syndrome so i don't remember when that was please enlighten me uh well, that could have been at any point uh, jt worked at the network for a while she's I, I was Filling in for people before JT did the overnight show. We had, uh, who do we have originally? We had a couple of different overnight hosts. We had um, uh, Silvio, Dan Silvio, who was an overnight host at one point. And uh, there was a guy that went on. He was a former 49er player, Ryan. Uh, Tim Ryan, I think, did the overnight show briefly or night show. Hmm. And then uh, what's the guy? He's he's like an ESPN sideline reporter now. I forget his name. It's uh, trying to think, but he he did the overnight. I mean, there's a bunch of people, but I, I it's a long time. Probably been wow well, since I this iteration of the overnight show. I'm I'm hitting. I think I'm in my tenth or eleventh year now. So it it was before that, probably. I don't know, maybe 15 years ago, probably longer. Craigster, so.
5: Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, probably about 20 years ago. I I remember my older brother. He was doing Graveyard in Northern California for Jelly Belly. And uh, not only would he get to bring home awesome samples and stuff that the company would give him, but uh, he would always tell me what JT the Brick was talking about. Because as he drove into his Graveyard Shift, he would listen to to JT. And then at the factory where they made these Jelly Bellies, they would have JT on on the speakers. How about home Off!
1: Yeah, yeah, for for sure. I mean JT uh, he's still doing he does the uh the, the local stuff in Vegas. He's got the overnight the overnight stuff and uh or not overnight, he does uh, like Sirius XM. He's got some of that stuff going on. At the
5: beginning of the Raiders season, I saw him on a panel kissing uh McDaniels. Oh,
1: I, I heard about somebody sent me an email that even right up until the day McDaniels was fired, JT was advocating for Josh McDaniels. Um wow. Which is tough. I mean, he works for the team, so it's you know, it's this is one of the problems, right? I mean, you work for yeah. the team, it becomes a problem. You become a shill for the team. It's it's an issue. Uh, that's one of the problems. When I people, this is really funny. But when I did Dodger talk, and this was a long time ago before social media. I mean, it was a long time, and people think of me as Dodger honk that I'm just a Dodger. Uh, I've got my knee pads with the Dodger logo on it. But when I did Dodger talking, the team didn't play well. And th- in that time when I did it, this is an era. They had all these high priced players. Kevin Brown was on that team. Uh, Gary Sheffield. They had all these. They spent a lot of money. And the team's team was like middling. They were a middling team. They were underachieving. And I was not the most compassionate person. Oh, no. You know, Dodger fans
5: faxed in their complaints to the radio station.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Go to hell, Bill Miller. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so I, I took some flack because I was like, "Well, wow, this team's underachieving and they're not playing well. And, and- I remember hearing
5: you being a dick on AM570 yeah,
1: yeah, after I-
5: certain games were over. I thought it was
1: funny. Yeah, they, they the Dodger people did not find the humor in it um for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe they lost their funny bone. Oh, it was George Sedano is who I how would I forget Sedano? So oh, okay. Yeah. Sedano,
5: show. I believe he's on uh, one of the other stations in Southern California now.
1: I don't know. Are there any other stations in Southern California?
5: I Yeah, there's a couple, but they're not as listened to as AM 570, the blowtorch.
1: That's right. The mighty AM 570. What is next here in the mailbag? We have Mike in Fullerton. He says, happy Hanukkah, Ben and You Well, thank you. I appreciate that. When is this? We started Hanukkah on Thursday. So we went through Friday, oh. Saturday, oh. today. Today is the fourth night of the Festival of Lights. On so. the fourth
5: night of Hanukkah, time to you eat ever hear the clip of Smokey Robinson saying, "What's Chinooka? I'm not oh, sure. Oh yes, what chinooka yeah. is, but happy
1: <laughs> Chinooka. <laughs> uh that was outstanding. Yes, uh, that was uh, that was a ten, a ten out of ten. Uh, <laughs> happy yeah. Chanuka to you, Ben. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Mike says I I didn't really get an answer last time. Is Benny versus the Penny going to extend into the playoffs, or is it a regular season only show? Uh, well, you'll be happy to know, Mike, that NBC has picked up Benny versus the Penny all the way through. The Super Bowl, all the way through the Super Bowl. I think there's one off week, uh, which is obvious because there's a there's a bo- there's a week where there's no football, so we're obviously not doing a show that week. Uh,
5: Wait, you're not going to pick the flag football game?
1: Uh, yeah, be- yeah, we're the, uh, it, we, the the Pro Bowl games. We're going to avoid that. But but other than that, we will have Wild Card Benny versus the Penny, Divisional Round Benny versus the Penny, Championship Sunday Benny versus the Penny, and then Super Bowl edition. For the Penny. Super
5: Bowl, were you will you wear a bow tie for the Super Bowl edition?
1: Well, as you know, I have – it's like, like the military. When you do a TV show, a, a syndicated uh, TV show on regional sports cable television, you have to have a uniform. Uh, you have to have it. So I have my my wardrobe picked out by the people over at NBC, and uh-huh. I've, worn, I've worn the same thing every week. So there will be no bow tie. Uh, but if I do win, I would like to wear a crown. I would like to wear a crown <laughs> on, the, on the final – episode uh he says also do you have any nuggets you can share about this week's episode well that's on the friday show mike that's on the friday show you can hear that uh i get a couple of good lines on 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 the show and if you have you haven't watched yet still on today few uh few viewings on sunday the big ones in new york in manhattan on sny the mets uh channel but uh, we had a good time I don't I don't think I've slipped a fur dog mention in there. Maybe I'll have to get that in there one of these weeks. I know Marcel in Brooklyn's demanding a uh, a reference because he's. Oh, yeah.
5: these yes. guys need to get in line. I'm still waiting for
1: mine. I know. I know I I, I gotta I gotta work you into the mix as well. but the the Raiders Vikings game was not a featured game this weekend on the show. It was mm-hmm. not No. We the, we need the Raiders to be featured to really slide Danny G in. To the show. Uh, Anyway, says, I wanted to know who the guy was who spent a whole podcast just advertising the show. Uh, I doubt you've heard of him. His name is Bill Miller. A a real piece of work, Bill. Yeah, Bill Miller. uh, Terrible person. Horrible host. God awful. Alf from the Ideas Department. Now, Alf has been providing me with tips on cookie making because Alf's cool. He's a young, hip guy, and he's on TikTok. And so he's been helping me out and I actually tried a couple of these hacks when I made my new cookie creation this weekend. We'll have more on that next week, but he says, Ben and Danny G, uh, what are, uh, he says, yeah, you're, you're what we call in the business hot right now. Now that bright lights of Hollywood are shining upon you, the bright lights of Hollywood, and you are branching into all forms of entertainment. I would like to pitch you a totally innovative idea. The, the likes that no one has ever come up with, as I am positive that your food vlog will be wildly successful. How can it not? Here's an idea. Blow hards in buses, exchanging recipes. Just think, Ben, you and Roberto can pick up and drop off the future of America, and then you can pull into the Costco or Walmart parking lot, and exchange his Mexican Andre recipes for your dessert recipes or some other food n- knockoff recipe. Then the two of you could bust out a gas grill or griddle and cook up some f- fantastic eats. Not only would it be a home run on the TikTok, Alf points out, but you would uh, could also you could also uh, use some of the audio as guest segments when Iowa Sam is away. So. Alf the ideas guy and I am pl- I'm gonna do that that food vlog we'll see how that goes I wanna I'm gonna get that started uh, I thought
5: you fired Iowa Sam
1: uh well uh for some reason you know sometimes you're, you're you're fired and you don't leave you know sometimes you just stick around you're fired sometimes sometimes that happens Barry from South Carolina writes and says yo- yo ma Benny as we do the mailbag, and we do it good. Uh, he says, who do you think would win a verbal octagon between Jed Who Fled and Mark the full-name guy? I know, I know, Mark the full-name guy quit the show, but he will be back. <laughs> now, why do you assume, Barry, that Mark will be back? Because every other time he's quit the show, he's come back. Maybe this time will be different. Uh, but usually what happens <laughs> is you know, Mark,
5: yeah. Do you know Mark was on Covino and Rich? Oh, was
1: he? Week? Yeah. Oh, they
5: that's were- great they were talking about jerseys and he called up and he shared that his very first Jersey that he ever bought was Mark Gastineau. Oh, is that,
1: that's, that's funny. <laughs> so Mark got into a fight with me for those that missed, I explained this on the radio show, but Mark got into a fight with me about Gino Smith and it got a little heated. There were some mean things exchanged. I, uh, much like the Seattle Seahawks safety, when they go low, I go lower. Uh, when you, when you get into a dust up with me, I'm like, you know, Mr. Lewis there, I think his name is Lewis, right? The safety I'm thinking of, uh, Jam- is it Jamal Lewis? Is that who I'm thinking of? I don't know. Oh. Maybe not. Uh, it's early. Uh, but, but anyway, I, so me and Mark got into it. Mark sent me this email and, uh, he sent me his entire life's resume pointing out that he had accomplished more than me and I was just a loser and how dare you, you know? And I was, I was like, Mark, it's just a sports radio battle. Everything's okay. Uh, I'm never listening to you again, blah, 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 blah. But to answer your question, if it was a physical confrontation, my vote would go to Mark, the full name guy, because he's a he's a big, burly guy from New York. But he's an older guy, his body's a little, you know, he's starting to fall apart from what I understand. But if it's just a verbal sparring match, as you said, verbal octagon, Barry? Yeah. Jed who fled. Jed who fled. <laughs> in that 30 seconds will provide 10 minutes of content.
5: Yeah. Were you talking about Jamal Adams, by
1: the way? Oh, is it Jamal Adams? Yeah, Jamal Adams. I said Jamal Lewis. That's a different guy. <laughs> Isn't that a running back? An old running back? I think that is. Yeah, Jamal Adams, who was with the Jets and then he got remember, right. he goofed on the the sports writer, uh wow. wife and that whole thing uh fred in spring texas writes in and says greetings gentlemen do either of you have any uh, christmas slash holiday customs or traditions you have continued into adulthood well isn't that the way it works danny like the stuff we learned as kids we just kind of keep doing isn't that's kind of what happens with me i assume that happens with everybody right it's kind of certain things that are nostalgic that bring you back to your childhood that you want to do i'm sure with koa right you want to do certain things that you remember fondly as a kid maybe going to grocery outlet and dropping cans of soup on the floor to save a couple of bucks uh my mom didn't
5: do christmas so oh okay then no yeah no uh, no for me but we're going down to the soup
1: kitchen here we go kids
5: but in my adult life obviously i've had girlfriends who love christmas and do the whole winter wonderland thing and uh, My girl right now is no different. She put up that tree I talked about last weekend with a remote control. Oh, and yeah, yeah. she's big on stockings. So Koa has this big stitch stocking that's up hanging on the tree actually right now. And it's huge. You could actually fit the toy dump truck into his stocking.
1: Is that right?
5: <laughs> yeah, it's huge. And I told her, why, why don't you just get him a big Santa Claus bag while you're at it? Let's put him in the bag. What's in the bag?
1: It's the kid. The kid's in the bag. It's a baby in the bag. Uh, <laughs> a marina chef in Omaha writes, and he says, have you ever come close to hitting a pedestrian on a crosswalk? I have a time or two. No, not hit one, came close. That is from the marina chef. Yes, in fact, I've had a couple of incidents in my years driving um, that uh, one I will not get into now because I don't think the Statue of Limitations is uh, worn out on that. Uh, but the the famous one, I was in San Jose. I was in college. We were doing a junior college state basketball championship tournament. I was working for the college radio station. And uh, we we had brought all this, at the time, very expensive radio equipment, which you can now buy on eBay for about 20 bucks. But at the time, it was very expensive. <laughs> and And we were in San Jose at San Jose State. And the, the the tournament, we couldn't find parking. I uh, couldn't find parking, um, and then uh, we we found we found a spot. was kind of far away, so then we we had to carry the equipment up up to the to the to the, to the arena. And we we were walking. We walked several blocks. It was heavy equipment, old radio equipment. So then we got close. We found a spot near the arena. So then we had this idea. well, let's just save the spot. I'll stand here. I'll put the radio equipment in the spot and uh, and, and then we'll we'll, we'll be good uh, and, and then uh, and then anyway it ended up uh, there was a, uh, a a woman who wanted said parking spot who got to the spot before my buddy who had the car that we drove from Southern California to San Jose. And uh, this uh, woman uh, really wanted the spot, and she started backing in to the spot. Now, mind you, all of our equipment is in the parking place, which was probably not the best idea, but that's what we did. And she starts backing up. So I, of course, Danny, I defending, not wanting to explain to my boss at the college radio station how I had all the equipment run over by a mid midsize sedan uh, and unable to broadcast the, the game. Uh, I then stood and the woman's backing in she's yelling you know, this uh, angry woman she's screaming at me get out of the way get out of the way and um and with profanity and uh so I slapped the back ho- of her car yeah um, and which I guess is not the same as hitting someone across. a crossway but this woman called the cops on me. <laughs> she called the cops on me for for damaging her car <laughs> which was a which was a big mess fortunately we got a A cop that was like, you know, come on, you know, there's no, there's nothing. He just hit the car. There's no dent. There's no damage. So, I mean, I was like, what are we doing?
3: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do
6: you love Selena?
3: Like, really love?
6: Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
1: Danny, anything involving pedestrians, crosswalking, uh, hitting anyone, maybe a parking lot?
5: No, but I actually had something crazy happen on the fruit. Not crazy. It's kind of normal in Southern California, but it hasn't happened to me in a while. I guess it's the holidays getting to people right now, Ben, because when I get to Woodland Hills, that's where I'm like, finally, the bumper to bumper traffic is over. I can move through Calabasas now smoothly. But that exit for the mall there in Woodland Hills spills on the 101 freeway. It's been a big mess going through there every single night right now, ever since we hit the beginning of December. I've noticed people driving like crazy people. On Friday evening, I leave the network. And as I get onto the 101 where it crosses with the 405, somebody does that thing. Has this ever happened to you or somebody gets right behind you And they start flicking their lights on and off really fast. Oh,
1: yeah. Asshole move
5: for a long. But then this person was doing this for like it had to have been 20 seconds long. I've never had somebody do their lights to the back of my car like that for that long. And the crazy part was I didn't cut them off. I don't even know why this guy was doing this. At first, I was so confused when he was first doing it. I thought maybe he was being courteous to let me know my lights were off. Because I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. So So I don't know if this guy thought I was somebody else. Your lights were on, though. You were, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Once I saw that my lights were on, and then he did it again a second time, how do you think I reacted? Bird? No, I made sure I followed him on the 405 just so I could do my lights back on him.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. no. You had a a road rage.
5: You had a And maybe it was because Ice Cube was playing on Sirius XM while I was driving. Biatch! I ruined his night with my brights on the back of him, and then I circled back around and got on the 101.
1: Yeah. Well, driving in L.A., most of the time you can't drive fast at all because it's just a nightmare. There's too much traffic. But the times you can drive fast it's like fast and the furious yeah. everyone thinks they're in the movie and they they're, they're a, a nascar driver or uh you know a, a open wheel driver it's it's ridiculous a stunt driver it's nuts yeah. and I, I mean i see i've i've seen so many fatalities driving home from the overnight show in fact this week um i got delayed to go extra you know a bunch of extra time to get home there was a a dui drunk this teenager with two two of his buddies in a Honda, Honda, they uh, they drifted off to the side, hit a big rig truck that was parked on the side of the road. Boom, two two kids dead, and and of course it takes forever for the coroner to come pick up the the, the remains, and the freeways com- the highways completely shut down. Then they opened up one lane, which is great, and was able to get through, but then you have to look at the remains of the you know the the car with the people that died with the blankets,
5: and that's why you have to be careful. I didn't crash the back of his car hard. I just bumped it gently. Okay.
1: Like, like you were in Autopia.
5: <laughs> the skills you learned when you were a kid doing bumper cars.
1: Yeah. Marcus from Bruceville Eddie in Texas says, I have a two-part question. Oh, this is a sporty question for you and Danny, he says. I'm a Bucks fan. They are fighting for first place in the NFC South at five and six. That's right. Bucks play Atlanta today. If they make the playoffs what do they uh, what do they do what is the best scenario I think is what he's saying to to win a game uh or would you rather your team lose out for a better draft scenario or make the playoffs and get pummeled in the in the first round all right so I'll, I want to answer this first and uh, my answer is always I would much rather be in the playoffs I know it doesn't happen very often usually it's once in a generation where a shit team just, finds some kind of higher power, and plays out of body for a couple of weeks. Not momentum. They just happen to play really well. It all comes together. Like, it right now, if the playoffs started, Atlanta would play Dallas, or Tampa Bay, if they get in, they would play Dallas in that 4-5 NFC matchup. So the formula, and I think you kind of know this, Marcus, you're a smart guy, the formula to beat Dallas would be Dak Prescott getting food poisoning because he ate some bad eggs the morning of that playoff game And then went out and literally not only ran the vomit comet, he had die die diarrhea, Uh, and and then he couldn't play. And then you'd win the game, you know. And and maybe he he shared those eggs with Micah Parsons, and 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 Micah also had a situation, right? And then uh, at the same time, uh, another key cowboy player came over there and he happened to have, you know, and, and that kind of thing can happen or, or just Dak Prescott playing like Dak Prescott in a playoff game. But Dak last year he showed he can play well in the playoffs against an inferior team, which was your Buccaneers. And yeah. if they play again, the same thing would happen because Tampa is not very good. And
5: and we've covered this on your live show a lot. So many teams waste their draft picks anyways. Uh, you're better off, don't be negative, just get to the dance. Don't just assume there's a bunch of blocker moors there at the party. There might be some fine Heine who actually likes you. Get to the party.
1: Yeah, and it's not about the almighty, all-powerful first-round pick. The Rams have the top young receiver in football right now who was a fifth-round pick who no one had ever heard of, Puka Nakua. The guy's been a revelation. He wasn't a yeah. first-round pick or a second-round pick. They got him in the fifth round. He was, they took a flyer on the guy, and the guy's been better than Cooper Cup. LeBron has been tweeting about him. Who, me? Yeah, yeah, I you know. LeBron always tries to jump on all the all the bandwagons. Uh, Ohio Al sends an angry email. He's upset with me, I think. He says, I've sent multiple emails to your, uh, your Gmail account. Over the past couple of weeks with three updated Maller holiday songs for your overnight show, plus a brand new Hanukkah song. I am perplexed that I have not heard any of them played on the podcast of, or the show, which I listen to faithfully. Uh, did you not get my emails or is Iowa Sam anti-Ohio Al? Uh, if my work is not appreciated anymore, I'm fine with that. Uh, but that's surprising since my song Half Pint got run over by her John Deere won the Benny Award last year for best <laughs> holiday Maller song and my talent show entry this year was runner up uh says Ohio AL so uh yeah I apologize Ohio AL I I've been been bad about I've been getting a lot of email I've been trying to Trying to dig through it, and that's that's probably my fault. It's not Iowa Sam's fault, although he would probably ignore your music anyway. Uh, he's also upset because he Iowa Sam plays uh, Mister PC's songs a lot. So yeah, Sam wasn't on the show, and you know who knows what the future holds for Iowa Sam. Uh, no announcements yet, but uh, the thing about the the Iowa Sam thing, he's not really familiar with a lot of the music that we've had, and so he kind of plays some of it that he knows, but it seems like most of that's from Mister PC. Uh, you are correct, but if you want, uh, you can email Ben Maller Show. Well, Pro- oh, let me get the right address. Is it Ben Maller Producer or Ben Maller Show Producer? Let me check here. Hold on a sec, because uh, one of them is important. The other one is not that important, and one of them will go. I think it's temporary.
5: Ben Maller Producer at gmail.com. dot <laughs>
1: yeah, That's what it should be. Let <laughs> me see here. I'm going to type this in. Ben Maller uh, there's a lot of Ben Maller's on there oh Ben, yeah it's just Ben Maller producer at gmail.com so Ohio if I'm a schmuck if I'm a I'm a douche canoe and I don't get back to you quick enough because I'm digging through email and fighting with uh you know different idiots that email me all the time then just just send a message to Ben Maller producer at gmail.com now I have no access to that account. I have nothing to do with that account. That's Justin. Justin Cooper checks that email from time to time. So check, you know, just send that to him, and you'll be you'll be good to go. Uh, let's see here. A guy writes in, no name on this favorite hot sauce, and then he lists a bunch: Texas Pete's, uh, Louisiana Tabasco, Frank's uh, Red Hot, Tapatio. Uh, some I've never heard of. I, I like, you know, on tacos, I like that Tapatio. That's pretty good.
5: Did he list Cholula?
1: I do not see... Oh, yeah, he did listen your his... show. Yeah, that's on here, too. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I like that one.
1: That's your go-to? Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. I think that's it. We'll get out on that. Danny, it is Sunday. Anything you want to promote here on a beautiful, glorious Sunday, week 14 in the NFL? I know I'll be back <laughs> tonight, uh, back in the magic radio box, as we yap all night long here with Marginal Overnight Sports Radio, and of course, Benny versus the Penny this morning, if you're listening early in the day here. What do you have going on, Danny?
5: I'm dreaming of a dude with no eyebrows to throw three interceptions. (laughs) Can Joshua Dobbs please have another terrible game, please? Which Dobbs will show up? Yeah, of course, the Vikings get Justin Jefferson back just in time to play against the Raiders. Shocker. Uh, But I hope that Dobbs struggles again so that the Antonio Pierce-led Raiders can get back into the W column.
1: I saw a stat that the Raiders the last 20 years have the worst record in the NFL after a bye. Worst record in the NFL, which that is what has happened. That doesn't guarantee it's going to happen.
5: Yeah. That was some bad coaches, too. That is true. Hopefully this dude can prove that he's different.
1: It is tough because you you go into the game without a quarterback, but at least the Vikings don't have a quarterback either. I've got the Rams playing the Ravens today and the Looney – Worships Lamar Jackson, so I need the Rams to win so I can harass Looney on next week's TV show. i Tom Looney. I need that to happen. But have a wonderful rest of your Sunday. Thank you for uh, continuing to follow follow the Fifth Hour podcast and the Ben Maller Show podcast and Danny's at work with Covino and Rich. All yeah. of the podcasts, we do need you to listen on, on the semi-regular. Otherwise... We won't get any credit, Um, and so just you know, uh, know, five ten minutes here, you know what? You know, say Monday, Wednesday, Friday,
5: twenty minutes here, half hour there. Yeah, three hour of our podcasts on one day on a on a Monday while you're driving.
1: Yeah, just take a four hour drive for no reason and just listen to podcasts. That's all you got to do. So anyway, uh, thank you for that and help us out, and we will catch you next time. Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go.